hopefully we die like you know when do you want to die misa like what is with you in these dark conversations i'm just curious to practically married this is a part two or our episode three and this one is about exes dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. it's gonna get real awkward real quick just kidding just a disclaimer we're not calling anyone out this is not to backlash or hate or talk negatively about anyone this is just us expressing our experiences and what we've learned and come to realize with exes relationships post breakups all this kind of stuff so period yeah have anything to say Misa? no that about covers it so no one gets salty <laughs> yeah yeah hopefully this is relatable so you know i'm sure any girl that's gone through like a serious relationship and then a ending can find some some similarities in in this yeah. episode. <laughs> All right, let's get right into it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, I've been just we've we've had this idea for a while, so I've been like compiling questions and just like things that come up a lot between us and like just between people in general when you talk about like you know relationships that are over and things like that um something that comes up a lot is closure Mm. and i think i think a lot of people have different opinions about if if closure is necessary after breakup i have my own thoughts (laughs) so i'd like to hear what what you think okay so is closure necessary is the question yeah um See, I think it depends, honestly. I think it depends on how the um, relationship ended and whether or not you need that closure or not. Personally, I didn't get closure in any of my past relationships, and I turned out just fine. <laughs> like, it sucks. I think it sucks not to have that closure, but and it's, like, harder to move on. But at the same time... If I did have that closure, what would it change? I'd still be, you know, where I am today. And I think it just, I don't know, because this is kind of dumb, but all of my, like, endings have been over the phone, which is a shitty way to end a relationship, but, you know, it happens because distance or just time and stuff, the timing just happens to be poor. And that's that's a situation where I feel like I could have used closure in the sense that we should have had like a last like you know chance to look each other in the face and be like okay we had good moments here but it's not working out anymore and that mm-hmm. is a closure that i think i feel like closure okay i'm going all over the place but i feel like closure has a range of different words like having like explanation versus like having a last moment together how do you define closure mm. 
Well, I think kind of my answer to this question, it's nice, but maybe not necessary. But I don't know if I can just say that because I feel like I did get a sense of closure, even though it was like super delayed. Um, but I did, I do feel like I got a sense of closure. But at the end of the day, it's like you need to be there for yourself. And it's like, this is like, <laughs> Nina's usually the one with like the dark the dark comments but like at the end of the day you're the only person guaranteed to be there for sure to support yourself obviously you have like your family and friends but like you know you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so if you like are always relying on this other person to give you a sense of like relief or closure and you can't move on holding yourself up i think it may be problematic in the future if you mm-hmm. don't learn how to be there for yourself. I agree with what you just said that um, it's not necessary, but it's nice. Yeah. And I feel like in instances where you don't get closure, you get you are stronger in the end. Like when you do end up getting over it, you're like, okay, I didn't need that from them and I didn't have that from them. Mm-hmm. But now I pushed through that and I've gotten stronger. So I think yeah. that was a good way of putting it. Period. All right, T. All right, and off of closure, I'm just going to go into how, Misha. Yes. How, if someone is going through a breakup, what advice would you give to them and how should they get over it? Mm, man, oh man. Well, it's going to hurt. It's going to suck. That's just part of it. I would recommend just crying. Cry when you need to. <laughs> And lean on your friends, for sure. My friends were the best. They are the best, but they were very supportive of me when I was blubbering and, you know, all that good stuff. So, I don't know. It it definitely, it feels like the end of the world at the beginning, but I swear it gets better with time. Just give it time. Mm-hmm. And, like, little by little, be, you begin to, like, hurt a little less so yeah and we've always talked about this and I'm just gonna state it out loud girls women and boys and men have completely different ways of getting over things I think that girls tend to immediately be sad and wallow for quite some time and then guys or women sorry let me start over (laughs) women will be really sad really fast and then they'll get over it over time and then all of a sudden they're the baddest bitch around but <laughs> men however will pretend like they're fine for a few months and then all of a sudden it kicks in that they're not fine they like try to distract themselves and then all of a sudden they're sad like months later and that can be shown in like them being f boys going running around town or them just being like assholes or just acting like everything's fine but you know like you know they're not fine because like you know that person and then all of a sudden they're not fine and you're like oh look who finally came around to show their emotions their true side you know it's funny because i just sent a tiktok to you earlier hoping that you'd see it before we um did this but it was saying it was basically talking about what you were just addressing and how it seems like or like how people will not be mad but like the girl like 
gets over it so fast while like the girl like the guy is still like sad and it's like well the lady was saying I was like oh girl this is so true she was saying that most of the time the girl was just broken for longer like even before the relationship ended mm-hmm. she was sitting there saying I'm not happy you're making me feel this way I need you to do this and the man is either oblivious doesn't hear it or doesn't understand or it just like flies past them for whatever reason and then it comes as not a shock but like the relationship ends and the girl was like i mean yeah because yeah, the girl like sees it coming and they not i wouldn't say like bracing themselves for impact but they know what's about to go down they can feel when things aren't the same either they can feel when the guy's about to break up with them or when they're about to do it themselves so it's like they had a little bit extra time to heal, I guess. Yeah. And I guess my advice to anyone out there going through a breakup is don't be afraid to be sad. Like, literally take a month and just cry, like, every day. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Mm, same. And, like, <laughs> I wouldn't come out of my room for days. <laughs> I was starting to get worried. I wouldn't. The first day, I literally did not go to classes for, like, two days. Sorry, Mom and Dad. Um, <laughs> but I did not go to classes because I was like, I just can't leave my room right now. So then Misha probably thought I was dying in here, but I was fine. And then eat as much fucking junk as you want. Like, period. <laughs> yeah. Period, queen. Eat whatever the fuck you want because comfort food is a thing. And... Yeah, just don't worry about being a bad bitch right now because that'll come in time. So just don't be afraid to be sad. Wallow in it. Even if there's a guy out there listening to this going through some shit, don't be afraid to be fucking sad. You don't have Literally. to put up a front. You Literally. do not have to put up a front for your boys thinking that you're perfectly fine. It's okay to not be fine. That's just how yeah, it is. for sure. And definitely like what Misha was saying, your friends are there for you. Hopefully you have good friends that always have your back and can you know or family for you or family close with your family like just lean on your support system for sure Mm -hmm. especially if you like talk stuff out with your your mom or dad or whoever you're closer to because they've been through the same shit Mm -hmm. before so they lived a long life and look at them they um you know is that a backhanded way of calling them old (laughs) no i'm just (laughs) they've lived a long life I'm just saying Cute. they've had similar experiences, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they know what love is. Yeah. Literally, oh before, like a month before I had my breakup, I don't know, maybe the universe just saw it coming. And it was like, literally, it was like Halloween weekend and everyone was partying, but I was like crying and Nina was comforting me. But then, like, my mom just happened to be driving past where we were and Nina's dad Alan just happened to also be around and then sent me a box of cookies just because he didn't he didn't know what was going on it just happened and then like my mom was there for like 45 minutes I was like we were in her car talking and I was like wow universe really just (laughs) came it was all just coincidental just happened to be like you know I felt it coming on and then yeah so Yo, maybe the universe will surprise you. <laughs> maybe it will. Okay, let's see. Mm-mm-mm. I have Do one. You have something? Okay, go for it. 
So, do you think exes can be friends? Like, truly <laughs> friends? Like, if truly you... No, I'm not, I almost said, like, I almost said characters from a show, but then that'd be spoiling, so I'm not going to say. <laughs> what show? New Girl. I Oh, I guess. Well, I've already seen it. So, Whoa, I don't know if our listeners are... Here, listeners, skip ahead a minute if you don't want to hear a spoiler, because I'm interested to hear what you were going to say. I, okay. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um, I was going to say, like, truly become, like, friends again, like um, Nick and Jess. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not all the way done. Okay. I'm not all the way done. Okay. Don't, 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 don't. I was going to say something else that wouldn't... Okay. Spoiler alert is done. My answer to this question is no, absolutely not. If, okay, and you know my logic. You know the one phrase I always say. We have the same logic. We have the same. If you can be friends with an ex, you either never love them at all, or you're both still in love with each other. That's, that's just how it is. Because if you didn't like, like, you didn't love someone on that deeper level then you can be friends with them in, like, how me and you are friends. Just, like, you know, like a being there for each other. Yeah. And there's no feelings attached because you never truly loved them and you never had that deep connection with them. But if you both still love each other and you're trying to be friends with each other, who are you kidding? You're kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, like, you're always going to see them as, you know, that special someone. And when they bring another person into their, their life, it's going to hurt you. So you really just putting yourself through more misery i mean that hurts like no matter what it stings no matter how over it you are it stings a little bit this is very true and i was just gonna say like there's an argument of i see this all the time on like instagram and stuff is do you think exes can be friends and in the comment sections they're like going back and forth and some people would have an argument of well if you were in a relationship with someone you respected them and you cared for them like afterwards you should still be able to respect and care for them and be friends with them I'm like no honey because there's always gonna be that like oh we didn't work out and you know just that feeling those feelings but it's okay to not be friends with them Mm -hmm. and you're not enemies with them either you're just a perfect tiktok that I saw we're not (laughs) friends we're not enemies just some strangers with some memories I was like oh that was beautiful that was so beautiful yeah I agree I think it's just, if you, like, truly love someone, and now that that has passed, it'd be too painful to still be involved in their life in that way, and then, like, see how other aspects of their life is developing, and you're like, are you part of it, are you not part of it, new people coming in and out or not, it's just, I I think it gets too complicated if you really love them. I, I also think the same as me. <laughs> so. And also, like, um, I forgot who I was talking to this about, but when you see them with someone else and they're treating them better because they've grown and they've learned, that shit is going to hurt like a motherfucking truck hitting you on the side of the highway because you're, like, thinking all the time in your head, how come they couldn't be that better person for me? Like, true. what was so different? that they can all of a sudden go to this other girl and give them everything that you kept asking for but never got. So that's another painful aspect that you would see if you guys were friends, so. Yeah. Also, kind of. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, go ahead. I just saw this post, like, 
a long time ago, like a couple of years ago, while while I was in the middle of a relationship, and it was these little like it was like an artist drew a little graphic, and it was like lines. It was like your first love, and it was like lines that started really close together, and then eventually they like grew apart. And it says like your soulmate, and it'd be two lines that are far away, and then then they start to like tangle up towards the end, and then they go off into the distance, things like that. I saw that, I was like, oh, that's so not true <laughs> because I was in the thick of a relationship, but now that's that's all over. I'm like, mm, yeah, that's pretty true. <laughs> Yeah, I think that the, the like, first love, I feel like, hold on, we can get into that later, hold on, I just wanted to say. Yeah, go ahead, what were you going to say? What was I going to say? God damn, now I'm drawing a blank. Oops, I don't remember sorry. Anything. My head is empty. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Um, we can just move on to the next one then. So, taking a break. Say you're in a relationship things aren't great and you're like hey I think we should take a break your thoughts go if my partner said that to me or either either or like do you believe in breaks oh like a friends moment got (laughs) yeah I guess (laughs) like do you think we should just break up clean or if it should be a break do you want to hear my opinion yeah I'll hear your opinion first so breaks are a bunch of bullshit to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I think in any instance, in any of my instances with my friends, if they've ever taken a break, or myself, if they've ever taken a break and then got back together within, like, say, a week, maybe a month or so, they're going to end up breaking up again, or they have ended up breaking up again. T. And it was just pro... I think breaks are just prolonging a breakup. Because I say this because I've been in a relationship where we were an on and off kind of thing, and every single time it would just get more and more toxic as it would go along. Yeah. Tell me I'm wrong. No, no you're I'm not wrong. wrong. No, I know. I saw it. So, <laughs> and even if that break was anywhere between like a week or a month, whenever we did get back together, quotation marks, um, you could see like shit is still just as bad as it was before. There was no change, there was no personal growth. So I think if you are going to take a break with someone, that break needs to be a year, maybe two, maybe a couple years, maybe, okay, nine months or so. Something like that where you have time to grow yourself and like find yourself and what makes you happy outside of that person. Maybe even get in another relationship with someone else. Um, if that's something that you've talked about, learn things that you like in relationships with someone else and then come back to each other. And if you still have feelings for each other, be like, okay, listen, we've both grown separately. Now let's grow together. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I just think that there needs to be growth in time before you get back together with someone. I get that. I think I've never... Mm. I've never taken a break where it's like, let's, like, put a pin in it for a week and, like, not talk, and then we'll, like, come back and reevaluate. Like, for me, like, the end of the relationship was, like, we just kept trying and trying, and it just wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And so instead of, like, because, like you said, it would have been a situation where we took a break, we'd come back and nothing would, nothing would be different. So... Mm-hmm. 
But I have heard of multiple instances where people would take breaks in their relationships. Be like, um, let's just, like, take a break for, like, two weeks. And then you come back, and then you hear later that, like, one person... If you're gonna do a break... Let me, let me just say this. If you're gonna do a break, like a week or two, where you're not breaking up, you're just, like, hitting pause for a moment, y'all need to sit down and lay down some boundaries and say, okay, is this, are we exclusive during this time? Like, is this a clean break for two weeks? Are we allowed to see other people? This, this, this. Because I've heard of multiple things where they come back and it's like, well, they both slept with other people. And then they come back and it's like, well, you just made it, you kind of just made it worse. Like, I don't know what, like, yeah, yeah y'all need to discuss that before yeah, you do Yeah, it's definitely that. important to note those things, like what each of your comfort zones are before you go on said break. So, yeah, yeah. there's that. Yeah. And then the next thing I wanted to talk about was getting back together with an ex, which I kind of already hit on. Mm-hmm. But... Your thoughts on getting back together with an ex? Um, I, have my <laughs> I agree with what you addressed earlier. It's like, I think you should only get back together with an ex if both of you have really taken time to grow and address your things individually. And it would be better than <laughs> whatever had happened before between you two. And also because I'm learning... In myself and from stupid trashy reality TV shows that I've been watching that if you have like childhood trauma and like you're an adult now and you haven't addressed those issues individually it will come back and manifest in your other relationships I'm telling you in myself and in like I just I've been watching this show and this guy blew up on his girlfriend for like leaving her leaving him for like two seconds and and then like later on you learn that like he has like abandonment issues like seriously and like those came up and projected onto the girlfriend who like didn't deserve any of the yelling so i was like obviously it came back so if you have things you need to like heal from definitely take the time to do that because i swear god it will manifest (laughs) in your romantic relationships (laughs) for sure in one way or other. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, when relationships come to a point where they're like on and off again things, those are toxic as fuck. You're mm. doing you're doing more harm than you are good mm-hmm. to yourself. And it's just unfair because, I don't know, it's just at that point you're just relying on each other for happiness, affection, reassurance. But it's like not true. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, you need to learn how to give those things to yourself. Yeah. Happiness, affection, reassurance, all that. Yeah. Because, okay, let's, if I'm being honest with myself here, at the very start of my, like, breakup process, I feel like everyone thinks, like, oh, we could get back together, maybe. Like, Mm. that's something I want. I want us to be back together Mm -hmm. and, like, happy again. You're my, like only source of happiness but then here I am let's say four months out and I'm looking back at myself and I'm like "Mm, you were a little weak back then I've done a lot of (laughs) reflecting and growth and I'm like oh I can I'm living perfectly fine loving my life single enjoying myself 
and my company and finding things that make me happy and doing things that I want to do without judgment of other people. And I'm like, do I want to go back to something where there is no change, where I felt like I had to cover up who I, not who I was, but like things I wanted to do out of fear of judgment from other people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I really don't want to do that. Maybe in like a few years or something where you can see that literal change in that growth, then maybe considerations will be made. But until then. Yeah, agreed. This kind of um, ties into what we were just talking about. But if you think second chances are earned or just handed out because it's like it's a second chance, like you give the person the benefit of the doubt. Thoughts. Are you asking me? Okay. I mean, I have my so own I, thoughts, but you know. So I think <laughs> two things. One, I think they are earned. Second chances are earned. Two, I did not have that like mindset. I feel like I just handed out second chances willy-nilly. A second and a third and a fourth and a fifth. And mm. no changes were ever made. I was still getting just as hurt as I was before because I didn't let them earn that second chance, you know? And when I finally realized, like, hey, this isn't right, I'm putting myself in more, like, misery, I guess you could say. That's, like, a dramatic-ass word. Mm. (laughs) I was making myself more sad than I was happy because I was letting someone else determine my mood. And I was, like, uh, how do I phrase this? I don't know. It'll come to me. You can (laughs) can talk. (laughs) I mean, I agree, too. I've never been one to give out second chances willy-nilly. Because it makes me sound so, like, mm, a little conceited, but my time and energy is precious. I've learned that. So it's, like, I think second chances should be earned. I don't think you just get one just because, you know? Like, why why should I give you a second chance if you're not exhibiting any behavior that points to your growth? Mm -hmm. Like, you've given me no reason to. Like, why should I? Like, if you don't have... A strong argument on your own behalf like why would the other person believe you and like be persuaded and I don't know I just have a relationship in my life that's not a romantic one but it's like a person that's asking for a second chance and like but exhibits zero behavior that points that I should I'm like okay well why should I then because mm-hmm. I'm not doing myself any favors if you're just gonna do the same behave like toxic behavior like huh yeah Definitely. Um, I think what I was going to say is, like, kind of what you're just saying, is that if they're not they're not exhibiting any sort of change in their life, then why should I be giving them a second chance? Yeah. Like, they need to show that they've changed and that, you know, their actions are going to actually show some fucking change. If not, then, like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and I think before I was like, oh, like, you're, you, you let me, like, you defend them as much as you can. As to, You defend their actions and what they're doing because you, you want to be with them and you want them to make you happy. But, like, there comes a point where it's just they just can't. Like, everything that they've done, like, you just, you just can't be happy in that situation. It's yeah. fine for yourself. So. Yeah. Also, I, I can... <laughs> no, I, I didn't make sense. <laughs> like, we can... Actually, I'm not going to speak for both of us. I'll speak for myself. Like, I can say all this confidently, like my time and energy is precious and things like that and like sound a little a little conceited because if I was asking for a second chance 
from someone I cared about, that, that's what, that is how I would be going about it. Like, you should give me a second chance because I've grown in this way. I've altered my behavior this way. I've all apologized for whatever. So, like, that old saying in, like, elementary school where your mom would tell you, um, treat people how you want to be treated. Oh, that is literally... So you know, bad. that is how we go about it. And even if, if this, you have to be careful too, because if you, if someone shows change, quotation marks I put up, if yeah, someone shows change <laughs> to you and you take, you say you take them back and you're like, okay, I'll give you another ch- shot. It'll be good at first for like, who knows, a few days, a week, maybe a month, but then their traits, their toxic traits from before, the reason why you left in the first place are going to come back. Yeah. They're going to resurface and reshow themselves, and that's when I go back to when I was saying you need to take, if you were taking a break or if you broke up, take some fucking time. No need to rush. Go, like, mm-hmm. a year, maybe two years, and then come back, and chances are those toxic traits aren't necessarily going to reappear in the same way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's tough, because if someone you care about is asking for a second chance, and you have to turn them away, but, like, you need to... Think of yourself first, mm-hmm. because their their everything is now no longer your responsibility. Mm-hmm. So and it's I've seen some manipulative ass shit before with people <laughs> like <laughs> not in my personal Jeez. life. I I will say that I've never seen that in my personal life, but in like other friends or people's friends where they're saying like, you know, I'm gonna kill myself if you don't take me back what the fuck put a pause on that get like get them some help because that should never ever be your problem someone else they shouldn't be depending on you that much where if you don't put yourself back into the relationship back to a place where you are unhappy they're gonna go off themselves that's not okay never okay so (laughs) yeah oh man and, like, if that is ever a case for you guys, I think maybe get their, like, friend, another friend or someone. Just talk to someone about it so that they, because that, like I said, that should not be your um, responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of like a overarching umbrella topic to everything that we've already talked about. But, um, Nina, Miss mm-hmm. Thing... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned? Hmm. Honestly, the lesson I've been learning, like, recently, these past month, few weeks, do what the fuck you want. Do whatever the fuck you want. You're the baddest bitch around here, and ain't no man is gonna tell you what the fuck to do. So, by that I mean, dye your hair if you want. Cut your hair if you want. Change your wardrobe if you want. Do a new hobby that makes that's interesting that people don't think that you should be doing. Like, do whatever the fuck you want. Ain't nobody give a shit. If The only person that will give a shit is you. If you're thinking about other people, like, oh, what are they going to think? What are they going to, you know, say about me? No, bitch. Um, no, thank you. We don't need that energy in here. So, recently I dyed my hair. This is something I've been wanting to do for, like, a year. But I, I, I did not have the balls to do it because I was afraid, like, oh, 
certain someone won't find me as attractive as they did before or like other people are gonna be like oh she's going through a life crisis she's gonna go dye her hair you know shit like that and then as soon as I did it the confidence that I feel (laughs) the energy that I am emitting is just absolutely insane so I think do whatever you want don't care what other people think and if a guy ever tries to tell you like um I don't think you would look good with that Fuck them. Like, <laughs> not actually, not literally. Please don't. Oh my God. <laughs> don't <laughs> Leave do that. them or tell them to fuck off because this is your body. This is your, this is your world. He's just living in it or she, whatever your preference is. So like, fuck them. Again, not literally. <laughs> <laughs> Period. You, what have you learned? Um, not to put up with shit. Mm. stand up for yourself I wasn't able to do that towards the beginning of my last relationship and like started growing into doing it because it just got to a point where I needed to like put my foot down but like now that I'm a year out of over a year out of a relationship I'm like I can really I know when I need to put my foot down and I will um also I can say that because I now know my self-worth. I know what I deserve. So I'm not settling. Period. And I can, again, I'm I'm not being, I'm not being conceited. I can just say that confidently because I'm a good girlfriend. So like, I'm a good person. Mm -hmm. I deserve what I deserve. And also, lastly, this is from like my own relationships and like my friends' relationships too actions speak so loud so So loud loud. because someone could say one thing and like they could seem like they really mean it but but be careful because watch what they do watch what they do after because that is what's really gonna be telling (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no i'm just letting that process because that was a good one actions actions speak so much louder than if they you, even if to, that comes with period <laughs> say it again say it again if they wanted to they would yes i like that um if they wanted to they would mm. maybe that's a good title for this episode <laughs> period <laughs> oh. yeah no but because yeah anyone can say anything anyone can say you're the love of my life i love you so much i would go to the ends of the earth for you but then you ask them for a simple favor or something that would make you feel at peace or at ease about something that's going on, and they can't do that for you, I just, those are the actions, and they're showing that they would not go to the ends of the earth for you. And yeah. that's maybe not necessarily that moment you should cut them out, but, like, you know, consider it. Because you deserve just more. Start you beautiful queens. It. You beautiful queens deserve everything. So. Are these, these gays and... Wait, girls, gays, and theys. I was, I was like, what's like, the third what? part? <laughs> I was like, why'd you say it like that? <laughs> um, another thing that I learned is never to rely on another person for your happiness. Mm, because I one. definitely did that. I put all of my emotions into one person, which is unfair to them, too, if we're being honest. Like, mm, yeah. They shouldn't, what they do should not affect my mood completely so like if i am let down all of a sudden i'm sad for like a week that's not good that's not healthy for me that's not healthy for them 
So just not putting all of my happiness into one person to the next person. Now I have like other things that make me happy. I have music, I have, I've always had dance with me, but you know, like more into videography and stuff. And then I have this podcast and I have gaming and stuff like that, that I just make me happy outside of other people. So yeah, I learned that. Period. We love growing queens. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and just like imagine, uh, I hate, mm, this seems like kind of mean referring to like our exes as like the wrong people because like you you know you never know our futures and what's gonna happen but but to that extent imagine how in love and like how happy you were or sometimes how you know you know you thought you were with the wrong person i'm doing air quotes on the wrong person imagine how good it's gonna be with the person that's like really aligned to you if you were that, if you fell that hard for per- the person that wasn't that suited for you, mm-hmm. like just it's kind of scary though. Like that's why I keep going like ill. Oh my god! Because like you, like I don't even know. I just personally, I haven't really felt anything on the inside. Like, does that make sense? Lately, huh? okay. Oh, I was no, like, like, are you dead inside? <laughs> no, literally. What? <laughs> lately, I haven't really been feeling like I've been feeling emotionless. I guess you could say. Is Just it because like I'm not there? Maybe. I miss you. Um, My wife. For our, listeners, for our listeners, we haven't seen each other in like two months, actually. So we're doing this over a phone call right now. We are. So yeah, I miss her a lot. She misses But me. I just feel just not the same. It's not that I'm sad. I'm not depressed. Don't get me wrong, girl. <laughs> don't get me wrong. <laughs> I just don't have those, you know those butterflies that you get when you first start talking to someone mm-hmm. that you actually like? Mm-hmm. I just miss that, you know? Dude. Oh my. I literally haven't had that for a year. <laughs> Someone that is worthwhile, please. You know what? I'm not even going to say that because I kind of enjoy being single. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. No, felt that. So. But, like, eventually, like, please don't let me go, like, three years. Two max. Two max. I feel like two two years is, like, a good a good growth time but I would like to apply everything that I've learned you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. three years is and a long know, time to be single you know those relationships that are like they're together for like 10 years mm-hmm. they're not engaged or married or anything, and then they break up what do they what do you do with yourself like you're with someone for 10 years and you like know them and love them and grow with them and then all of a sudden you're broken up like that sounds actually devastating because it, to me, yeah. after five years, maybe not five years, this might just be me. After five years, if you're not engaged or like you don't, like you know that you're gonna spend the rest of your life with that person, it feels like a waste of time after you break up. Like I just wasted mm. this much time. I mean, it was a lot of time. And then on top of that, imagine if you have a kid with that person, y'all are bonded for life. That kid is not going anywhere. And then you have to like, not deal with the other person, but, like, there's a whole co-parenting and this, this, Yeah, but, this. I mean, I feel like some people, like, work that out. As long as you're both, like, not toxic, I guess. As long as you're both sane in the head, <laughs> you can handle having a kid and then, like, just I would not hope so. For the child's sake. Yeah, for the child's sake, you know? <laughs> I sure hope so. <laughs> okay, I had an- another thing that you were saying something, mm-hmm. and I, this thought came up. Right person, wrong time. Thoughts? 
Mm. <laughs> you just hit a nerve. Uh, I can see it in your face. I I used to think that. However, after a long year of reflecting and knowing my worth and all that, I don't know if that's true anymore. In my opinion, I mean, I'm sure it exists because I'm sure there's people that like that genuine love is there and then it just doesn't work. And then you come back a while later and it's just you've both grown. It's just better. It works that time. However, I don't believe it as much as I thought I did like Mm. three years ago. (laughs) So you used to say that a lot. I always always just think like hmm. I think it's it's not like it's false like this isn't true I think it's true in certain instances where like someone has to move away really far for a long time and it's just not the same as it was and you break up in hopes that you'll get back together when mm-hmm. they come back around that yeah. is an instance where I'm like right person wrong time but in situations where it's just like you're close to each other there's no reason why it shouldn't be working out and then you just like break up or something like that that is just faulty place that's not wrong person or right person wrong time that's just you know yeah wrong person random time in the yeah (laughs) I i think i strongly believe that things that are meant for you won't pass by you and if it's meant for you, like, even if it does pass by you, I feel like it'll come back because it was meant for you. Hey, that was the next thing I was so, going to ask you. If what? If it's meant to be, will it come back around? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> That's something. We'll have to answer have to that believe. later when we're old. <laughs> when we're, like, I 80 mean, years old, we'll come back to the podcast. <laughs> I want to live to be, like, 100. Yeah, we'll come back. We'll do a reunion. Wait, can we please? <laughs> Just to like see, just to live out a century and just see. Why did I just, I guess timeline, not timeline wise, just like in my personal life, I would want to meet my grandkids at least. Mm -hmm. And if I get to, if I get so old that I even get to meet my great grandkids, then like, that'd be fun too. And just to see like how everything's different for young people. Oh my God, (laughs) young people. (laughs) Young people. You know, there's people on TikTok that call um, 2000s babies are like old. Stop. That shit no. makes me so upset. No, 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 That no, makes no, no. me so upset. No. Like actually I just inside. turned 20. Because I'm not even 20 yet and they're calling me old. Like I'm still technically a teenager because I got teen in there. So yeah. Like, I saw this so TikTok. I, I might have sent it to you. I might have not have. But this like 25, 24, 25 year old was like, I just saw a TikTok of a Gen Z kid who said that in their in their TikTok, the Gen Z person was like, I really do not want to talk to you if you use the laughing face emoji. Like, you are too old Oh for my me. god, I saw I was that. like, what? 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 That's literally our entire text conversation. I know! Just the laugh emoji. How is that old? Please, someone of a younger generation, um, you know, the youngies, let's like, say Do y'all not use the laughing emojis? Tell us why that's old, please. I'm really curious to know. DM us, comment on one of our posts. I don't care. Tell us how the laughing emoji is old. Cause that really hurt my feelings. Shit, I must be fucking ancient. Because <laughs> I use 
that's like my top one it's always yeah. in the top yes, left corner literally so <laughs> yikes that's just crazy to me uh, we got um, so off track but you know who cares yeah it's whatever um meant to be come back around let's see what was i gonna say about this i was gonna say that's something you have to believe in like you have to believe in like spiritual and like universal stuff sometimes i just feel like that's like phony baloney what? <laughs> i okay like i believe in some things and but shit like i don't even know it's hard to explain it's just it feels too good to be true sometimes and i'm like hmm or it's like too confusing for me to understand and just because it's too confusing for me i'm not saying like oh it's too confusing that means i don't believe in it it's just like i really need someone to explain shit to me because i'm a little slow sometimes (laughs) so yeah i don't know i feel like that you have to really rely on like <laughs> they'll come back around like will they or are they just gonna find someone better yeah. and then end up marrying them so mm. i don't know i think i don't like subscribe to like i'm not like a super super into like zodiacs or like there's like witch talk i've passed through there once or twice oh my gosh yeah <laughs> um i don't know i feel like I think energies are, I sound, I sound like a hippy-dippy person, but it's fine. <laughs> I think energies are very prevalent, and, like, I don't know if I believe in, like, we're, like, so off-topic, but it's whatever. <laughs> I don't know if I believe in, like, heaven and hell, like, all this stuff, but I do feel like, mm, I would like to think, maybe it just brings me comfort that, like, family members that have passed away are still, like, relevant in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, if I feel like they're looking over me and there's just, like, things that are out of my control that are looking over me, so I just refer to that as the universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just feel like I feel like I put out enough good into the universe that it's watching over me in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll talk about stuff like that in a complete night episode, like Heaven and Hell... Yeah, all that will come. We just went off on a little tangent. Very excited. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to talk about um, really briefly, I did not mention to you this before we started, but Mm -hmm. trust issues (laughs) (laughs) are a real thing. They are. And gentlemen out there, I just really strongly encourage you to be patient with any girl or woman or man or anyone who might... have trust issues. I'm pretty sure everyone does. No Honestly, one is 100% yeah, fully trusting. Unless you've never um, been in a relationship, then maybe yeah, that was you're me. You're going in blind. <laughs> yeah, that was me. You have, you're a clean slate. Yeah. I, I used to say I trust people until they give me a reason not to trust people, mm-hmm. which I, I still kind of believe that. But at the same time, if I'm going into something like relationship-wise, I go in not trusting them whatsoever with absolutely zero they have to earn that trust and Mm. it's just I don't know because I've gone through a lot of things in my days and a lot of lying in my days where I feel like my trust was taken advantage of so Mm. it turned out like poorly and that has I don't want to say like traumatized me but definitely has changed me so then it gets frustrating when you're with 
someone else or you're even talking to someone and you have these trust issues but they are like pushing you like why don't you trust me like blah blah blah. and I'm like okay because I'm trying to but like you're showing things or characteristics that I've seen before that I don't trust you know and I also mentioned this before trust issues come not just from your personal experiences but things that have happened to your friends too because yeah. I've seen my friends get majorly beat down and hurt by men. And what those men did, they were lying, they were cheating, they were doing this and that. And after watching them, like, okay, that brings my trust down a little bit more for men. So now in the next relationship that I go to, I'm going to be looking out for X, Y, and Z characteristics that this other guy showed. I wasn't in a relationship with him, but I saw that he lied, he cheated. Mm -hmm. He did this. He did that. And that just builds up to create more trust issues that aren't even, like, personal. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, mm, it's funny because the last relationship that I've been in was my first one. So I went in blind as a bat. (laughs) Maybe it was naive. Yeah, I was being a little naive. But, like, I don't know. I put, like, all of my trust in. Like, I was, like, there was, I was, like, well, you know, why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> um, but the other person in the relationship had trust issues from, you know, the experiences that they've had. So, as the person trying to prove their trust, mm-hmm. I think it's important to be patient because at times I do want to be, like, why don't you just trust me? Like, I'm not whoever hurt you, you know? Mm-hmm. But... You just have to be patient and, like, uh, again, this is where actions speak louder than words because you can say you can trust me, but I think mm-hmm. it's easier for them to see it rather than you just telling them. And now as a person out of the relationship, now I have some trust issues. <laughs> and, like, that takes time to fully start to trust someone. It takes yeah. a lot of fucking time. Like, it's not going to happen overnight. It's And I think, like you said, it's very important to be patient, um, be understanding, listen to them, ask them about, like, their past relationships and everything that they've been through. You, like, you want to know everything that happened, if they're comfortable with talking about it, Mm -hmm. just so that you can learn, like, oh, this is why, or this happened to you in your life, and this is why you feel X, Y, and Z, so let me try and help you in that sense. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone has baggage, so it's just a matter of, like, working through it together. No one is perfect. <laughs> okay, I have something that I wanted to... Again till I get right. Go ahead. Sing, <laughs> sing. Um, I... This is just something I've noticed as, like, ourselves and our friends are getting older and, like, everyone's either in a relationship or gotten out of one it's just everyone just kind of like dabbling in their own experiences because like when you're younger it's like maybe it's just us <laughs> maybe it's just us where it's like one person would have a boyfriend but everyone else has like never been in a relationship before but like th- now that we're getting older that's changing now that i'm noticing a lot of people who feel the need to rush getting over someone and i I feel like there's, I just want to put out there that, like, you don't need to rush. Like, it take it just, it truly just takes time. And, like, there are things that can, like, help you along. But, like, 
I feel like rushing or putting up a front, this goes for guys and girls, like, putting up a front, and, like, I think it just comes back to hurt you in the long run. It's not really helping you more than, you know. Yeah. yeah. Any thoughts and on that? No, I definitely agree. And I think, <laughs> this is really random, but I think what helped me is, like, I wanted to rush, like, out. I wanted to rush into something. I did, okay. I didn't want to rush into something. Yeah, I wanted to distract myself from the pain that I was feeling. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, obviously, cute guy. I see a cute guy. I'm, like, oh, T, like, he's cute as hell. Has a girlfriend. I'm, like, okay. Well, but that doesn't mean I can't look, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think it's good that he had a girlfriend or he has a girlfriend because then I didn't try to, like, you know, rush into something or, like, pursue something. I just, you know, yeah, made another friend. Um so I think that's interesting. Definitely take your fucking time. It takes time. Yeah. It takes a lot of time. And And you know, yeah. don't judge people for how long it takes them mm-hmm. to get over something. Breakups are traumatic. They hurt. They really They are. hurt like a beach. They really do. Like they hurt real bad. So But you know, we grow. Don't like don't we rush grow. anyone. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say one other thing. Go ahead. Oh, this is the first time in... Oh my god, I feel like I know I what you're going to say. I want to say three or four years. This is the first time that Misha and I are both single at the same time. And of course, the fucking palindrome keeps oh us from going god. to parties and clubs and stuff. Because we are good citizens who are not going to go party and shit. Mm-hmm. That is so disappointing though, because I want to get dressed, look like the baddest bitch around with... Little my baddest, the baddest friend, little shoddy the baddest, um, with my fucking best friend, and go to clubs and like you know, get dance on the, dance the night floor. away. That's what I want to do. Me too. But too bad. But <sighs> actually, you know what? Fuck that shit. Because I said this is the first time that we're single, so that we can do that. Nuh-uh. Even if we're in a relationship, we should be allowed to go to a club. Oh yeah, true. Dressing like hot pieces of ass and. <laughs> oh my you know, god. What? I'm, I'm telling the truth. Like, you should, we should not be letting any man hold us back from. Oh, yeah. But it is, it is like the that. first time we've both been single at the same time for a while. A while. Since. Since, like, sophomore year of high school. Since sophomore year. And now we're sophomores in college. That's Oops. four years. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Unfortunate. I think, honestly, I think, obviously, I hate the pandemic. It literally. I had to grieve for the things that I can't do anymore. Mm-hmm. But mm, I don't think it's coincidental that I just happen to need a time to slow down. Because I say I say that because if the pandemic didn't happen and we weren't stuck at home, I don't think I would have grown in the ways that I have mentally and like emotionally. Because if if we weren't in a pandemic, I I don't know, I might have just like thrown myself at the first person that was interested in me and like that wouldn't be helping me at all. So mm-hmm. yeah. in that way, I guess it's okay. <laughs> but COVID Hard can seriously like <laughs> COVID can go eat a brick for real. No really. And happy inauguration day! Yay! Yay. Yeah, my our man Biden. Took I've that been waiting day. for this day since the circus started four years ago. Very very <laughs> exciting day. I hope everyone is staying safe. Um, 
I don't even think that we're dropping this on inauguration day, but we're recording it on that day. So happy, happy news, happy day. Very exciting. All right. So we have come to the end of this podcast, of this conversation. We hope that this was somewhat helpful, you know, if you're going through it um, or, you know, just relatable if you've been there, been there, done that. And we hope you enjoyed. Is there anything we need to add? Don't forget that we are planning on doing an anonymous drop box where you can drop your problems and you can get our completely unprofessional advice on it. And later on in the future, kind of similar in anonymous storytelling times, you can tell us your craziest stories and we will read it to each other and get each other's blind reaction to the stories. And that can be anywhere from like, I don't even know. Just give us your crazy stories. We're really interested in hearing them. And it's going to be completely anonymous, so you don't have to feel embarrassed about dropping anything there. And like we said in the last episode, we are also planning on having mini-sodes. So again, DM us if you have any ideas or anything that you want us to talk about, and we will organize it. Thank you for listening and for tuning in. We all appreciate, I mean, we both appreciate (laughs) your support. Um, And... Yeah. Yeah. So much fun. Bye. Bye. (laughs)